What's up, guys? It's Olin back with another episode of MMA Anomaly. Uh, this time we're going to be talking about the UFC London card that's coming up on Saturday. I didn't end up doing a video for last Saturday, so I apologize for that. But um, jumping into this video, first things first, happy St. Patrick's Day. Uh, in honor of St. Patrick's Day, I have a beer sitting cage, uh, so to speak. And we will be breaking down the entirety of the UFC London fight card. So, we will start from the very bottom of the prelims. Uh, as of right now, assuming nothing gets cancelled by weigh-in day uh, tomorrow morning. And uh, we will go all the way up to the top, to the main event. So, starting right at the bottom, we have Mohamed Mikhaev versus Cody Durden. Um, in this fight, I think Mohamed ends up taking the win. Uh, a lot of people are saying that, uh, you know, people might be overhyped on him. He does have a very impressive amateur career. Um, this is going to be his UFC debut. And a lot of people are saying, you know, he might get taken down or knocked out because who has he gone against? But to those people, I ask, who has Cody Durden gone against? I actually like Cody Durden. I thought he's, I think he's done really well since being in the UFC. But again, he hasn't gone up against any huge names or anything per se. So I do think that Muhammad ends up having the ability to take this win and end up making a name for himself in the UFC very quickly. Up next, we have Corey the Hobbit McKenna against Elise Reed. Uh, I think Corey McKenna ends up taking it. I do think that this is going to be a pretty close competitive match, but I think Corey McKenna has a well-rounded skill set. Since uh, moving to the gym that she's at now, I'm sure she's with uh, Alpha Mel still, or Team Alpha, I think they're calling themselves now. I, th I think she's just only sharpened her skills, and she has a slight advantage in experience as well. I think she's 6-1 versus Elise Reed being 4-1, if I'm not mistaken. And, I mean, enough said, right? I, I think both, both women don't have a ton of experience, right? They both have under 10 professional fights. But that being said, uh, Corey McKenna has the right skill set to end up taking this fight for sure. If it goes into the later rounds, I think she wins with her wrestling. If it ends up being an early round stoppage, like round one, round two, I think she could definitely pull it off with either uh, a TKO stoppage due to strikes, like the ref stopping it, or a uh, early submission in the fight. She does have a really nice ground game as well. So uh, yeah, definitely going with Corey the Hobbit McKenna. and. Let me know in the comments below if you think that she should be called The Hobbit or Poppins. Uh, Uriah Faber has been calling her Poppins because she's always so bubbly like Mary Poppins. Uh, but personally, I'm a big fan of The Hobbit. Let me know below. Up next, we have Jack Tank Shore going against Timur Valiev or Valiev. I may have mispronounced the name. Hopefully I didn't. Sorry about that. Uh, so I think Jack Shore ends up taking this. He is an incredible up-and-coming fighter. If you don't know the name, definitely pay attention to him. He's uh, been a standout for some time now, in my opinion. Uh, and, I mean, look at his record, right? It speaks for itself. I think Jack Shore will end up probably grinding him out against the cage. Um tiring him out and then again either getting a, uh, a ground and pound stoppage or just a, a grinding out a decision win because he does have the gas tank for it um the the next fight going forward is nikita krylov going against paul craig 
and I think Paul Craig ends up pulling it off. Um, that was me doing a Michael Bisping doing a Paul Craig impression. <laughs> Michael Bisping does the, the best worst impressions. If you haven't seen him do impressions, watch his podcast, Believe You Me, it's hilarious. Um, so yeah, I think Paul Craig, it, it's basically grappler versus grappler in this fight. If you ask me, like Nikita Krylov and Paul Craig are both very, very well-touted grapplers, but I think Paul Craig edges it out. He uh, does have, you know, some losses here in the past few years for sure. But that being said, you know, so does Krylov, right? Um, neither guy has a perfect record, but I think Paul Craig has had more of a resurgence as of late and he riding that confidence with his grappling skills, I think he's gonna get an early submission round one or round two, um, either late in round one or early in round two on that one. Um, moving forward, we have <sighs> Shamil Abdurakhmanov. I hope I didn't butcher that name too bad. Fighting uh, Sergei Pavlovich or Pavlovich. And I think Sergei takes this one again um, I watched some of the highlights on him and I mean, the guy's a stud. I, I think he can finish the fight numerous ways. He's a big, strong guy. I think he can knock him out. I think he could get the TKO early on. I also think that he could submit him. So, um, if I'm putting money on either one of these guys in this fight, I'm back in Sergey for sure over Shamil. Um, the next fight I'm probably betting emotionally just because I really like Maquan Americani. But we have uh, Mike Grundy going against Maquan Americani. As I'm sure you could guess, I would bet on Maquan Americani. Uh, do I think that he runs in there and finishes it with a crazy flying knee like he's done in the past? Probably not. Uh, Mike Grundy is a really game opponent, but I think it's gonna be a, a grindy wrestling match. And I think that Maquan ends up being able to actually pull it off and get top position end up securing control time. Uh, like if you wanted to put him on your DraftKings, probably a solid pick, if I'm correct, obviously. I think he has the gas tank to end up pulling this off. He gets the nice blast double early on, secures some control time, lands quite a bit of significant strikes, maybe even submits him in the first or second round. But if it goes to, to decision, I really do think McQuan ends up pulling it off due to the gas tank, the, the wrestling experience, and also, um, judging by his training camp, what I've been seeing as of recently, it looks like he's been doing a lot more focusing on strength and conditioning, and that can definitely pay dividends as, we, as we've seen recently with other fighters. We are halfway through the fight card about, and I am about halfway through my beer. This is actually timing perfectly. Uh, so moving into the next fight, we have Jai Herbert going up against Ilya Taporia, or as Patty would call him, the hand sanitizer guy. Um, I would actually love to see Ilya fight Patty. I think Ilya would destroy him. Again, let me know in the comments below what you think would happen if those two matched up, and as well as like what you think about my pick so far, and all the way down the line. Um, again, back to Ilya Tapuria versus Jai Herbert. I think Ilya Tapuria ends up pulling this one off. Um, I don't think fairly easy, but fairly easily. I, I think I think Ilya Tapuria ends up beating him in the first round. I think uh, we've seen him beat better grapplers. I think we've seen him beat better strikers. 
Um, not knocking Jai Herbert. I do think he's a game opponent. I just think Ilya is a bad matchup for him. Sorry. Up next, we have fan favorite Molly the Meatball McCann going against Luana Carolina. Um, obviously, I'm taking the fan favorite, the Meatball, Molly McCann. Um, I, I just think even if Luana brings something like terrifying to the matchup, once Meatball hears the crowd roaring, there's nothing that's going to take her out of that fight. Like, you'd have to hit her in the back of the head with a shovel to take her out of that fight. I think um, she ends up taking this fight into the deep waters and then winning by TKO stoppage. Put your money on the meatball. Molly McCann. Up next, we have Gunnar Nelson taking on Takashi Sato. Um, Gunny, we haven't seen fight for a while. Uh, he did well. He's, he's kind of had an up and down career, right? He'll do well, then he'll have a loss. He'll do well, then he'll have a loss. And then for some time, we've seen him out um, I could be mistaken here, so don't quote me on it, but I, I believe he's been out because he injured himself while Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu rolling, BJJ rolling with the Mountain from Game of Thrones, who anybody who's watched that show and knows of Gunner Gunny Nelson knows, I mean, there's a huge weight discrepancy there, right? Like they, those guys are nowhere near the same weight class. Uh, in fact, the Mountain wouldn't be able to fight in the UFC because he couldn't cut enough weight to get to heavyweight. And they don't have a super heavyweight in the UFC, as we know. Uh, so, anyways, Gunnar Nelson coming back from the ring rust, fighting against Takashi Sato. I think Gunnar Nelson still pulls it off. I think he's going to prove, kind of like Dominic Cruz and some others have, that ring rust is more of a matter of mind than anything if you train right. Um, I really am hoping that he's trained right. So, knock on wood there. But I, I do think Gunny Nelson presents a very, very dangerous problem, both on the feet and on the ground. I don't think we've had to utilize, I, we've seen him had to utilize, rather, his stand-up game quite as much because he's usually able to get somebody to the ground and then implement his pressure on top of them. Get them in a Kimura, get them in an armbar, get them in, you know, some kind of choke. He's really good at choking people out. And I think that it might not be anything different whenever we see him fight Takashi. So I would definitely say that it's going to end up being Gunny Nelson by submission. And uh, just in case you're wondering, this is Modelo, the official fighting spirit of the UFC. Not sponsored, not an ad, just like Modelo. Okay, moving into the next fight, we have Patty the Batty Pimblet versus Rodrigo Kazula Vargas. Okay, so again, I'm going to pick, this is going to be my upset of the night. I think Kazula Vargas is going to end up beating Patty. I think Patty's one of those guys that actually is really good. I'm not going to disbunk that. I'm not going to doubt that. He's very, very good. He brings a ton of skills. To the octagon. That being said, I don't think it's going to be enough to beat Kazula or any of the top brass. I think that once he gets to the top 15, he's going to have a hell of a time beating anybody in the UFC in his weight class. He's just in a tough weight class, and I think Kazula is going to be his, his first real test. And that being said, Kazula is not somebody that's been a standout in in the UFC, right? Uh, Vargas has not had a great run so far, but this is his chance to turn it around, and I think he knows that. 
And he said himself at the media presser that he sees holes in Patty's game. I also see holes in Patty's game. Um, and I really do think that a lot of the people in the division serve a problem to him. I don't think that he's ready yet to move up at the rate that he's planning on. And uh, yeah, maybe we'll see if I put my foot in my mouth on Sunday whenever I do another video. But I would put my money on Rodrigo Cazula Vargas if I were you against Patty the Batty Pimblet. Moving into the co-main event, okay? Uh, man, co-main event, so I have quite a bit of beer left. We are gonna have to do a big swig after this one. Okay, so Arnold Allen versus Dan the Hangman Hooker. Okay, we got Almighty versus the Hangman. It's Arnold Allen's, he's on an eight fight win streak. Okay, the guy's done incredible and somehow still stayed under the radar for casual fans. A lot of casual fans don't know the name Arnold Allen, but I'm hoping after this Saturday they will. Uh, Dan the Hangman Hooker has done an incredible job building a name for himself. He went three and three in featherweight whenever he first started fighting in the UFC. And then he went up to lightweight and had a bit better of a run, right? Um, I could be wrong here, but I believe he went either five and three or six and three at lightweight, which is much better than three and three. However, that being said, when he was originally fighting in the UFC at featherweight, he did not have city kickboxing in his corner. He was not training at city kickboxing. So he's 10 times the fighter that he was when he was at featherweight. Again, that being said, do I think that's enough for him to beat Arnold Almighty Allen? Let's think about it for a second. No, no, I don't. I don't think that he's gonna be able to beat Arnold Allen. I think Arnold Allen is gonna grind him out. I think we're gonna see, uh, we're gonna see him struggle. We're gonna see him cut a lot of weight, get down. Uh, he says it's gonna be easy. He did a test cut himself, uh, Dan Hooker, not so long ago, just to make sure he could make the weight down at 145. That being said, he did a test weight cut. He didn't fight after doing that test weight cut. And anybody who's cut weight knows that cutting the weight is half the battle. Being able to perform after cutting that weight is a, a much larger part of that battle. So we will see if he's able to perform, and not only that, but performing as a really game and incredible performer and opponent in Arnold Almighty Allen. I think Arnold Allen ends up wrestling him, grinding him against the cage, taking him down, and possibly even outstriking him on the feet. I think if it goes to decision, it's Arnold Allen. If it is a submission, it's Arnold Allen. If it's a knockout or a TKO, it's Arnold Allen. It's always gonna be Arnold Allen, in my opinion, for this fight. If you're on DraftKings, if you're putting money on the fights, put money on Arnold Allen. I'm sorry, I'm a big Dan Hooker fan. I just don't think this is the move. Moving into the main event, we have Alexander Volkov going up against the up-and-comer Tom Aspinall. Now, if you've watched my previous videos, You've heard me say that I think Tom Aspinall is going to be a future champion in heavyweight, possibly by the end of this year. <sighs> do I think he can get through Alexander Volkov? Yeah, I do, actually. I 100% do. I think he's going to end up going in there, and I think, again, just like I said about um, Almighty, uh, Arnold Allen, I think Tom Aspinall is a stud in every aspect of the word. He is a game grappler. His dad taught him Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu from a very early age. He has a Muay Thai background. 
his dad was teaching the Muay Thai instructor Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu while that guy was teaching Tom Aspinall Muay Thai. And I mean, he's, he's just a very well-rounded fighter. And he wanted to take things slow, and here he is headlining UFC London. I think he's going to end up either knocking him out or getting a submission. I think if things get hairy and, and, and weird for him on the feet against Volkov, what he does is he ends up taking him down and, and just masterclassing him on, on the ground. Because his Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is leaps and bounds ahead of a lot of these heavyweights. And on top of that, as I've said in my previous videos, the guy moves like a middleweight. Like, it's absolutely incredible how quick and sharp he is on the feet. Um, that being said, Volkov does the same thing. He's been known to be a very agile and quick heavyweight. He moves like a light heavyweight. But again, Tom Aspinall moves like a middleweight. A middleweight versus a light heavyweight, that foot, I mean, the footwork, the movement, the, the angle cutting. I just think Tom Aspinall is going to be too much, and he's going to overwhelm Alexander Volkov. So, uh, as usual... I mean, you know the drill. Like, comment, subscribe, hit the bell for notifications, and let me know what kind of comment you want to see or content you want to see. Um, and please, please, comment below if you think that I'm wrong on any of these picks. I would love to hear your input on who you think is going to win on Saturday and how you think they're going to win. Um, if you think I'm right, Thank you. Please agree with me in the comments below. If you think I'm wrong, please disagree with me in the comments below. Either way, it helps with the almighty algorithm. And uh, as always, I love and appreciate you guys very much. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Cheers. And enjoy the hostilities as always.